Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, we're going to tell you the top five rest, uh, restaurants on the monorail loop at Walt Disney World, as voted on by you. Coming up next. The Disney Dining Show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited help you plan your next Disney vacation. Dreams agents are committed to giving you honest and unbiased advice and helping you plan a magical vacation your family will remember for years. Visit us online at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friend, Ms. Denny Sunderly. Hi there. And back in the production nook, our producer, Mr. Corey Fiescanaro. Hey there. He's associate producer, but on these shows, he's producer. Woohoo! I'll let you figure out the corporate structure from there. <laughs> All right, so Fiasco put out a poll on the Disboards on Facebook group uh, a few weeks ago asking people to vote on their favorite restaurants on the monorail loop. And we took the top five vote getters and... Uh, I will say that uh, number one was number one by a mile. Okay. Um, and I think for good reason, although we were just having a discussion here <laughs> about that. Um, but number five was Kona Cafe over at the Polynesian. Now, as early as six to nine months ago, I would have wondered if these people had fallen down and hit their head because Kona Cafe had gone through the dark times. All restaurants do where the quality just really kind of fell off. But recently, within the last nine months, year, um, had multiple experiences there, and they got a new chef. They got a new chef, and the chef has done a great job. I don't know the chefs at these restaurants, generally speaking. Um, They're not like my friends or anything. Um, But you do this enough... You do it often enough, you go to these restaurants, you can tell when there's a new chef. Sure. And that's the first question I always ask when I notice it to the server. Got a new chef? Oh, yeah, like a few weeks ago or a month ago. Uh Like, okay. Um, Kona Cafe is one. And I got to tell you, the food's been very, very good. It's a great place for breakfast, especially if you're heading into into the parks. And Tonga Toast. Tonga Toast. With the strawberry um, sauce. It it calls to me. I love it. And they now, for the lunch and dinner menu, they did a a whole top-to-bottom menu refresh, Yes, they they needed it. Very um, just Asian-inspired flavors. And Um, really good. Good. I'm glad you like it. Really, really good. Have you been over there? I I have, but not recently. Um, I always feel like... The atmosphere doesn't justify the price, but I need to get back there because it's been a while and everybody says such good things about it that I'm, I'm probably going to go back within the next week just because I've heard so many things about Kona lately. <laughs> um, number four on the list really makes me happy. Really makes me happy because a year ago this place was pretty much unknown or, un- or not considered. And I think in part from our help um, – it's on the it's on the radar now, and that's the wave over at the Contemporary. Um, could not agree more with this. It is my go to restaurant right now uh, in that area. It is the it is the place I'm going to go. You know, if I've got somebody in town, we want to go have dinner. Um, you know, families in town, friends are in town. 
uh, I'm meeting with somebody. I can't tell you I'm, I'm in that restaurant at least twice a month now. Um, and I'm not working. I'm not reviewing it. I'm not, it's, I, I really love it. I love it. The bacon and eggs appetizer. You're hard pressed to find better. Anywhere. No, it's amazing. I just had that the other night, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so good." Yeah, you I'm, just kind of moan as you're eating it. You're over the bow of the well, bowl, going, "Oh, you are so delicious." As, you know, it's such an inventive dish. Yeah, and that's what. You, and you know, so I went in, and you know, um, this is how you know it's good. I didn't have to look at the menu. <laughs> But not only did I not have to look at the menu, because I knew I was going to get the bacon and eggs. You want to know what my main course was? Oh, what was it? The plant-based tikka masala. Wow. Because, now, I am nobody's definition of vegan. I am nobody's definition of anything like that. This is just an amazing dish. This is just an amazing dish. So instead of the pork, which I would normally order, Mm. I went with this because it's this, this... flavor profile with the curry and the vegetables and the tofu, the texture. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. Now they they give me the option of adding chicken to it for five, five additional dollars. I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) Give me some, I'm not ordering it. And that's the thing is that's how, you know, you're really, really good. If you can take a vegan dish and a non vegan with all the great options that are on the, on the menu orders that. Yeah. Yeah, That's I mean, you've you, you've delivered. I ever since going with Pete for the first time, I've been back to the wave countless times, and I am usually the type of person that has my entree item. That's the thing that I get. That's the thing I always want to get. But at the, <coughs> at the wave, I've actually branched out and tried every single item on the entree menu. Mm-hmm. And it was all good. Yeah. And you, I don't. It all know. ranges between good and oh my god. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you can't say that about most restaurants. No. Most restaurants, yeah. it's like it's like oh yeah, they have a really good fillet. They have a really good like soup of the day. Uh, their their fish was like so so though. Everything I've had the wave, the scallops, the fillet, everything, the uh, the noodle bowl, the the vegan dish, it's all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm also noticing, while it's still really relatively easy to get a reservation, I notice it's starting to get a little harder. Yeah, yeah. especially around dinner time. It's getting harder, which actually makes me really happy. It makes Absolutely. me really, really happy. The place deserves to be successful. It is so well run. The kitchen, uh, the, the kitchen does such a great, consistent, there's that mm-hmm. word again, mm-hmm. consistent job with the food. Now, and if you're looking for a place um, that you can bring little ones, kiddos, they're, they're going to be fine at the Wave. Yeah. It's not stuffy at all. It's, it's not like you're bringing them to California. Absolutely. Girl. You roll in there. We roll in with, uh, with our family and everyone from grandma and grandpa down to the kids, <clears throat> our youngest is a vegan, so can find something that they are out of their mind being able to eat. I mean, just so, so good. I should mention real quick, right in the middle of our list here. Um, a, a reason why I thought about making this poll is because the monorail loop is a really fun activity that you and your group can do on a non-park day between the Grand Floridian, the Poly, and the Contemporary. You can go around and do a lot of cool things. You um, can you can also do a really you know using utilizing quick service. You can do a pretty cool progressive meal. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the monorail, um, we just go to the quick service locations. You know the Contemporary. I, I have heard good things about this burger they just put on the menu at the oh. at the contemporary. I don't have details, but I've heard good things about it. Of course, Polynesian Captain Cooks. 
good. The coconut, those coconut curry meatballs. Yeah. Stop. Full stop. Right there. <laughs> um, and Gasparilla's uh, yeah. over at the Grand Floridian uh, actually has some very, very good food. It's so if you just wanted to kind of do something different and fun, a um, little less expensive than, you know, a, mm-hmm. certainly a lot less expensive than a signature meal, but even less expensive than uh, 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 a, table, a, a table service yeah. meal. Um, kind of doing a progressive meal around, mm-hmm. around the monorail is fun. But number three on our list is over at the Grand Floridian. It's Narcusi's. Um, Yum. And I got to be honest, I have not eaten at Narcusi's in quite a while. Uh, it is predominantly seafood based, and I don't eat seafood. And the last few times, and it's been a while, I have to go back. The last few times I've had dinner there, uh, their non seafood options were just not good. Um, so it's never been. I know John and Kevin love Narcusi's, but I, mm-hmm. apparently you do as well. Yeah, no, I really do. It's been a while since we've been, so I'm in the same boat as you. But um, probably have to just, add this to the list of things we. Yeah, need to. we should, we should. But the um, the location alone, it's just it's a it's a lovely. It's got a bit of a casual atmosphere inside. Again, not too stuffy at all, but um, over just right on the water at the Grand. And so, if your table is at the right place by the right window, you can you'll be looking toward the Magic Kingdom, and um, and and just really, really good, really good. Have you been over there? I haven't. I haven't done Narcusis. Yeah, I think we got to do down. that. We got to do that one. Okay. All right, number two, and I get why, but. Um, we just did a show about most overrated restaurants at Walt Disney World, and this one made the list for me. Ohana at the Polynesian, um, and I'm going to assume these people are talking about dinner, um, and not because that breakfast is awful. That breakfast mm-hmm. characters are great, but the food is terrible. Yeah. Um, dinner, uh, I've had very good experiences there in terms of the food at dinner. But more and more, people are talking about the food kind of going downhill, and we have been railing for a while about the service, being rushed through your meals, things like that. But even there, like every time somebody says, oh, I had dinner at Ohana, first words out of my mouth, where you rush through your meal. And it's about 50-50 of people saying, yeah, I was, or no, actually, it was really nice. Um, And then when I say, how was the food? It's 50-50. Had a really good meal. Oh my God, it was awful. The steak was overcooked. There's something wrong with the shrimp, you know. So it's, but I'm just reporting what the poll said. It should not be that way. It, you are in the Polynesian Village Resort for crying out loud. I just, this, I, I have to believe, I'm sorry, but I, I, I go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I would, it, it needs to be. Consistent. It's just like Tony's, right? In the Magic Kingdom, you're taking up priceless real estate in the Magic Kingdom. Well, same same thing here at the Polynesian. Let's get it to the point where it is consistently amazing because there is something about I I don't know about you guys, but when I get to go have dinner at the Poly, I kind of feel just it's it's an occasion. It's an experience yeah. to get to because you are walking into a classic iconic Walt Disney World Resort. You want your experience inside that resort in a dining location to be. I, I think the perfect. problem I think the problem stems from management arrogance hmm. and management apathy. I think they know they're going to do well. Yeah. Uh, they want to turn tables over as quickly as possible to show profits. Sure. Um and 
I the only thing that's going to change it is when people stop going. But okay. you say it's number two on the monorail <laughs> loop, so I'm just reporting what you there said. There you go. Number one, I'm going to agree with this wholeheartedly. No surprise here. California Grill. Yeah. Uh, this was by a mile. This had double the votes of Ohana, um, and you know I need to get back over there. It's been a while. But Cali Grill, you talk about quality, you talk about atmosphere, you talk about all of, you know, so many restaurants would take that view and do what Ohana kind of does, I guess, um, or what some of these other restaurants do where the food's not quite so good, they're resting on their laurels. They don't do that. They don't do that. They really make sure it's a it's a dining experience. It is. It, if you've never um, been to a restaurant where they will pace your meal for you, and almost almost like coursing a meal for you, it is it is the most refreshing thing. Especially when you are busy, you having busy park days, and you're sweaty and gross and all that jazz. Go back to the resort, get cleaned up, put on something you you feel great in, and go to California Grill mm-hmm. and just have, like you said, an experience. It's a special occasion restaurant. We realize. Um, that not every one of us are going to come down here on a vacation and throw this kind of money at a dining experience. But man, if you are able to yeah. do it, and especially when you can, you can time it correctly with the fireworks at night and you can, you step out onto their outdoor patio location and you can just watch the fireworks. Right. It's stunning. And yeah, this is like the California girl is amazing. Um, but it's not a place where it's like, let's just go grab a quick bite to eat after Magic Kingdom. I would say, no, this, this is, is a, this you, is a thing. You have to plan for this. You have to plan for this. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a longer experience. It's gonna be a great experience. But it's something that you might want to get dressed up for. Something that you might want to plan out for. If you're, if you don't have a plan in advance, and there's a reservation for California Grill uh, available, and you're like, oh, let's grab a quick bite to eat. It's not just a quick bite to eat. The wave is. Yes. California Grill is an experience. It's something to plan for. Um. Some of you may be wondering why Citrico's is not on this top five list, because I certainly was. Um, it actually tied for sixth with 1900 Park Fair. Now, look, I've, I've talked about Citrico's, um, that the food is consistently fantastic. There's just something about the atmosphere. And I, I really can't quantify this. It just feels kind of bland. Um, I, I, I go there. I, I eat there all the time, and I love it. I love the food, but there's it just doesn't excite me on some. It's weird. Mm. It's like I don't know. It, 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 and so seeing this in sixth place, I wonder if that's not pervasive. Wow, because it's certainly not the food. I it's love certainly it. not the food. Yeah, the food's really. That's good. my favorite fillet on property. Is it Citrico? It's a very good fillet. So that oak grilled fillet is very very good. They have a great cheese board. The split pea soup is fantastic. My husband gets that. And just the presentation alone is beautiful. Yeah, they always, Mm -hmm. they always, always, always um, produce a great meal. And the service is phenomenal. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know why. I'm, but, so, there you have it. That's uh, top five restaurants on the monorail loop as voted on by you. And that will do it for this week's episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, folks. Bye.